there's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not compound the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? Come here, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. Live from the Royal Blue Sports Bar, it's Wednesday night. What is it? Wednesday night. Wednesday night live. What is going on, world of sports? What's going on? He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. This is Black and White Sports live from Royal Blue Sports Bar, 8201 East Washington Street in Indianapolis, just east of 465. The wonderful Tiffany is behind the bar tonight. Tiffany! Tiff, 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 Tiffany! Tiff. <laughs> we got some guests in the house tonight with us, folks. We do, uh, we yes. do. We will, uh, we will let them intro, well, we'll intro them here in a minute. We got, uh, speaking of guests, well, okay, I got the FX out now. <laughs> the button was a little bit up again. All right, so we do have... Half of the boys from Checkers and Records in the house. Howdy's in the house. Howdy. There it is. I was a little <laughs> slow. A little <laughs> slow. Um, speaking of Checkers and Records, pro the Monsters of Dirt Pro Late Model All-Star League runs at 9 o'clock on Wednesday night. So right after we go off live, go check out the Monsters of Dirt, and they're running the uh, Pro Late Model Series. And the Checkers and Records slash BW Sports 1 Racing team is tied for first place in the league. And one of our drivers is leading the points. Yes. So we are on top of both worlds right now. So apparently I need to get into those owners meetings. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, know, I just, you know, I want to be that silent partner that sits in the background, you know, with the dark suit on and just watches. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yes, I want to be the model. He Just let cook. me be the model. He can't cook. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I've oh, seen yeah. it. Oh yeah. I mean, okay, so real quick, since we're on the on the racing thing. Yes. We got some African American folks in here, and I got a question. Ah uh, yeah. Do you know what open wheel racing is? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> Okay. You know, I'll almost give you that. So the bet was if I could find <laughs> 10 black people that know open wheel racing is. I'm up to two. I have two. And I'm one of them. <laughs> open wheel racing is like IndyCar. So there's no, fender, there's no fenders over the wheels. So the wheel is uncovered. The tires are open. That's what open wheel racing is. You're not, obviously. <laughs> they are. The wings are fire here at Royal Blue Sports Park. So, again, 
the one stereotype that is accurate. Uh, man, <laughs> fully accurate. I get it. I mean, I am not going to find another person you know in the next you know twenty years. I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to to change the rules of that. I'm gonna change the rules of that. Oh, what we're shit. gonna do? What we're gonna do? Hold on. Is now we're gonna Here's when we go to change like All Star Week. When we go to Carve Day, because obviously you guys know you've been following us for a while. We are this guy regulars at Carve, Carve Day, Day every year. These guys. We are regulars. We be there. So what we're gonna do is this particular Carve Day year, the 2020, all around. <laughs> and there are there are African Americans. Me personally, I don't like the phrase African American because. I'm not. I'm from, not trying to get jumped tonight. I'm not from Africa. I am just an American. She's from Gurry. <laughs> so, me personally, <laughs> I mean, I can even go with Black American. I can deal with that. But you know what I'm saying? You know, you call a Spanish American because he's you from Spain. You tan or whatever. And so you call him a Spanish American. I am from here. <laughs> You know what I mean? My people exactly. is from here. I am an American, so I'm a black bear. But anyway, black so bear. There, you there go. are there are colored folk at Carve Day. <laughs> wow. I went through all that. I think that was worse than African American. <laughs> I went through all that God. just to say that. <laughs> there, <laughs> there are a few of us at Carve Day that aren't working. <laughs> I ain't even gonna go there. No, I'm not going. There. No, what we're gonna do? We're gonna ask. We're gonna ask ten. We're gonna ask ten African American individuals at Carve Day this year. How many of them know what open wheel I'm racing is? Staying off is? of this right now, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, because hey, they're they're in there. It's not like we're not there. Like if you go into Carve Day, and <laughs> you walk. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you walk back into the pit where the sa- the snake pit where, you know, all oh, the real man. partying goes down. There's tension there that's just all brothers. Man. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, some brothers have a fever for, you know, a vanilla flavor. So there's no better place to be than Carve Day if you got to if you got to. <laughs> OK, we're going to have to change this. But anyway, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of it. You seen, folks, I shut my mouth for a first time. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so it still comes down to the fact that racing is a cultural thing. (laughs) It is. It is. I mean, you got Bubba Wallace and NASCAR. All right. You had Willie T. Ribs and IndyCar. All right. And we all thought he sold ribs. Lewis Hamilton. I mean, really, really, really T. Ribs. And those those are open wheel racing. We all thought that dude had a rib shop. (laughs) <laughs> Willie T. Ribs. I didn't think he was I mean, a driver. I was like, where, where he at? Is he good, better to than To publicize, uh, you would have no better name than Willie T. Ribs. <laughs> Barbecue. Yeah. Is he gooder than King's Ribs? <laughs> he was. And the McRib came out when he was sponsored by McDonald's. Imagine that. Say it ain't so. And that is the worst sandwich that McDonald's has ever had. <laughs> the, the McRib. That is the worst sandwich that McDonald's has ever, in the words of Chris Jericho, 
ever had. Wow. <laughs> did you like that? I did. Okay. I did. We, you know, if you missed last week, you can go back and we can talk about the WWF. I still call it the WWF because WWE is ridiculous. But it, you can call, go back and talk and listen to our top ten tag teams. Well, turned into top ten tag teams and, and top, top 30 uh, individuals. Yeah. So, hey. Where's the half half happenings happening? Uh, BWSports1.com. You get all the all the happenings. Hey, by the way, we do write blogs. Um, we call them blogs when you're not a journalist. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> so that means it's an opinion Dang of the writer. Damon wrote a blog last night about the All-Star that we'll have to get into here in a little bit. We're yes. not going to fully get into it because I want everybody to read what right. you put. Because that was damn good. Right. That was damn good. Thank you. Golf clap for you. <laughs> you should have seen uh, 18 people in here golf clap. They yeah. Like so, yeah. Oh, that's keep it down. <laughs> keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. That's not a so, golf clap. But, um, yeah, that's there's not some a golf clap. That's a gurry clap. <laughs> I do. I do. Who's, oh, what do I you do. mean? I do. We. <laughs> young, pe- <laughs> young people is the reason why golf is on TV. Wow. <laughs> what up, Rob? No, but. Um, All right. Yeah, so if you jump over to the if you go over to the website, you know, after you get through watching us, you know, then we got some pretty good articles on there. The uh, the guys from the team, you know, um, from Checkers Records and Ass and myself, we've wrote a couple articles on there. We're trying to get a little mm-hmm. more into that, you know, writing our Howdy opinions be, down to let you guys read them. Sometime. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. You know, I mean, yep. it's um. You know, it's interesting to put your thoughts down to see what people think about your thoughts. So, I mean, I really don't care yeah. what people think about my thoughts. I just like putting it out so it says BWSports1.com. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It helps. So, you know, like when you're <laughs> scrolling down Facebook and you see an article and under it even says like ESPN.com right. or, you know, 247Michigan.com or whatever it is, 247Eagles.com. That's a lot better. You know what I mean? It's, it looks cool when, you know, go to an article and it says, who? BWSports1.com. Yeah, and right. it says written by the one or the it does. Or the Tommy Boy. The Tommy Boy? <laughs> the Tommy Boy. God. Hey, speaking of Tommy Boy, what's going on, bro? Hey, if you like anything racing, NASCAR, IndyCar. <laughs> uh, uh, Open wheel racing. <laughs> yeah. um, midget, I was looking at the camera, midget, not you guys. <laughs> midget cars, <laughs> go-karts, you know, motorcycles, F1, whatever is racing, iRacing. If you like anything like that, go over and check out our brothers at uh, at Goddamn Checkers <laughs> and Wreckers. Checkers and, and they'll give you everything that happens on the pavement, the dirt, the yes. asphalt, and the TV screen. <laughs> and I'm not gonna, I'm not going into this. I will let the boys on Sunday talk about it. But I'm just going to say it is very good to see Ryan Newman walking out of the hospital, being released. And because that wreck right there scared the dog shit out of me. We were all talking about it right after it happened. I missed it, and then I got to see the replay. And then you see these black screens come out. It's like, oh, man, that's not good. But thank, you know, thank somebody. Ryan Newman walked out of the hospital on his own two feet with his kids. Yeah, the coolest thing about that. kids and his wife, right? The coolest thing I thought about that, other than him walking away from such a horrific crash, 
um, was him walking hand in hand with his daughters. Yes, you know what I mean. That's that's pretty that's cool. What you know, life is about. Right and, you know, right now with the with the Kobe issue, everybody is all yep. about their daughters right now. So yep. that's a, a really I mean, you should be anyway. But that's right. a really cool thing to see. And I'm glad that him and his family are are okay. Most of those things were, most of those wrecks that that looked the way they did. Um, they don't come out very well, you know. The, the I mean, that's he was just able to tell, to I mean, that just shows how safe these cars. I mean, you're thinking about race cars going 200 mm-hmm. some miles an hour. That's just to show you how safe these race cars have became over generations. Uh, became probably wasn't the right word to use. Become, yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's just to, to see the evolution of safety. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and like I said. We will let the boys over at yeah. Checking Records take that. We'll let them deal with that. It was pretty awesome, though. Um, not the race, not the, but the end result. Yes. Um, and the wife just said, uh, credit the editor-in-chief. Uh, so yes. I will credit our silent partner. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. Thank you, Courtney. Yeah, because I can't spell shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because so, this guy's all over the board. All right, so um, let's get let's get right into tonight's show. Oh, before we do, we want to make sure that we let everybody know that Black and White Sports, as a network, is brought BW to you. BW Sports One, as a network. Us, as a network. <sighs> See what I got to <laughs> deal with. <laughs> we are brought to you by John Wayne Buzz. Buzz. Over at First Financial Bank. Yes. Um, if you're into anything that needs a this small you, yeah. business loan. Small business loan. You, you want a checking that account. Guy. Go see John Wayne Buzzard at 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis. That's right on the line of Carmel in Indianapolis, but he's on the south side, so he's Indy. Yes, that was yes. bad. Timing. I caught you right in the middle <laughs> of a of a drink. That's all right. All right, so let's get in it. We got a packed show today. We do. Uh, we got a lot going on. Um, we do. This past weekend we had for NBA talk. We had this past weekend we had um, the All Star Game. Yep. Uh, weekend. Uh, so we'll chit chat about that for a little bit. Uh, we also have a little bit of football talk, only because. Uh, the combine is here in Indianapolis next week. Uh, two, there has been a couple name shifts. Did we get our credentials? <laughs> two, there's been a couple name. I mean, a couple name shifts and rumors uh, going around. Um, obviously, you got all the mock drafts, and then we have some special guests tonight that dwell in the realm mm-hmm. of the pigskin. So uh, we're definitely going to talk to. Talk to those guys and let you guys meet those guys yep. and do a little bit of football talk. And then, first off, I guess we'll get into what we don't want to talk about, but we kind of have to, oh. is, uh, oh, oh, yes, and we will talk about that fight tonight, or tonight for the weekend. Did I say that right? Saturday but whatever. night's fight. <laughs> um, but I guess we'll get this out the way because we kind of have to because it is news, and I did post an article about it on the page today, which we had a lot of traffic on, and it was fun interacting with um, our followers. Mm-hmm. But um, baseball, so we're still – Hold on, hold on. Don't take my jersey off. <laughs> Don't take my jersey off. <laughs> I got an unfinished tattoo. Don't take my jersey off. But we're Bullshit. still talking about uh, the Astro scandal in baseball. Yep. 
um, only because the commissioner, Mr. Rob Manford, is an idiot, is a complete and total buffoon. <laughs> Listen, okay, so there are some things, some positive things that have happened in MLB baseball um, since uh, Manford has taken the Rams from uh, Bud's dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a couple cuss jars for me tonight, but I don't really care because they're all the idiots. Yet. They're, they're idiots. <laughs> you drop the F-bomb yet. You'll be all right. But um, that's the dollar jar. He had an interview where he was, you know, talking about the Astros situation. And there's a couple things that came out of that. One, um, the humidity, the whatever. The, the what? The, you know. Humility? Where, no. I don't know. what <laughs> And amenity that was given to the players. <laughs> that's in the one in the one scenario. <laughs> you know when you uh you're he has it just to let you know he has his own dictionary. I know I know the word comes out with words. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Say it again. Immunity. immunity. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was he, like, what the hell is he <laughs> talking about? He and immunity. <laughs> yes, he gave he gave immunity to the players mm-hmm. in this situation, and I'll get into that in one second. But he gave immunity to the players and only punished. The brass, so to speak, the managers and the office people. Here, here's my issue. Because somebody on the page earlier, I forgot what his, the gentleman's name was or his tag name was, uh, mentioned the collective bargaining agreement. I understand completely how the collective bargaining agreement works for and against the players, for and against the owners. But in any sport, the collective bargaining agreement should never come into play when the integrity of the game is in question. He cited that the players' union tied his hands in investigating this scandal. If this is true, then I have an issue with the players' union because why would the players' union not be for an investigation to take out the cheaters in the game. I'm going to say one thing, and I'm biased as hell, but if you're going to ban for life Pete Rose, who bet on his team to win games, you're and and you're going to allow these players and these coaches to you fire them, you suspend them, but they're still in the league. To give a lifelong ban to somebody who's the greatest hitter alive, I mean, it's facts. And mm-hmm. They're not going to give him the Hall of Fame until he dies, which is ridiculous. Right. And that's another and then thing on top that Manford of, is a follower of Sealy that he would just not. And on top of it, Manford said he tells everybody the trophy, the yes, World Series trophy is just a piece of metal. Well, your name is on it, the commissioner's trophy. That's what you fight for. That's what you play for. That's your whole lifetime from little leagues to pony leagues to, to college. Then you get drafted. You get drafted before you go to college sometimes. But that's the goal. That's the goal. It's the hoist. And now it's that just a piece trophy. of Yeah, we get it. It's just you a piece mean, of metal. How do you just diminish all these years exactly. of hard work for these players? That's what these I hate. coaches. I mean, you just like, I don't know. You have such, he has such a disconnect with the players. And, you know, and I get it. I mentioned earlier on the on the on the contact. I mean, on the uh, post in the comments that I get it. There are players that don't agree or don't always like 
the guy in charge, the commissioner, or whatever. But when it's the whole league, like the whole league, I have not heard one player say anything positive about Rob Manford. So why is he still there? I mean, you're not following – you're not even doing anything positive for the owners. You know what I mean? Attendance is up. Attendance is up because of because these new the li- young players that plus are bringing the fun has into the game. sucked so long yeah. since the strike and all this, that, and the other that I don't know how, how else you would go. You can't go any deeper than where you were with your attendance to shit. I mean, so, yeah, you should reach more attendance, better attendance. Good. I mean, unfortunately, I'm a Reds fan. I didn't get to go to the game last year at all. This year, I'm going to go to a game just because I like to go to at least one game down in Cincinnati every year. I like to take my wife down there. We spend the night down there, you know, have a little date night and all that. I don't know if she really likes going to the game, but she's kind of stuck with that. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, you just – We all have our issues. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's just – here's the thing. Manford is is going to cause a major issue with – yes, please. You can yell it out. I was thirsty. Bear me. Uh, he's going to cause a major issue between pitchers and any batter that was caught cheating on the Astros. Why? Because you've heard already people saying, we'll handle it as it needs to be handled. In baseball, you know what exactly is the what best way and the easiest way to get back at somebody? You know what? Bean them right in the back. Bean it. And I, I hope nobody goes for a head. Huh? I think it's like 83 or something. 83 uh, yeah. players. What is it? 85. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank it's, you, it's going to happen. Much love, Gurry. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, that's the, that's the equivalent to a quarterback being a dick and his offensive line just not blocked. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to get hit. I promise you. Uh, what's his name that had the unfinished tattoo on his shirt that, don't take my jersey off, my wife will get mad. Bullshit, dude. You're hiding something. I think the unfinished the unfinished tattoo, like I told somebody on Twitter the other day, is a trash can. It's a scene with a trash can and a bat. Nobody wanted to show the evidence, so he's caught nut. You like that, don't you? See? <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all are going to get beamed. I hope nobody goes for the head. Let's let's be smart about it. Do it right. Put one in his rib. Crack his rib. I don't care. He deserves that. He don't deserve to get knocked out by the ball. And Altuve's little smug ass on him like the little. <laughs> he getting ready to. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. Whew. Weak. All right. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, um. I'm done with baseball. I'm done. I can't wait for baseball to start. Honestly, I'm ready. I'm you ready know, to get some Indians. I got I'm ready an, to get some I got Indians an issue. Too. Yes, and we got. Uh, we will be having media credentials for the Indians this year, so we'll have to go to some games. Now, what media I media credentials? Yes, what I do, right? Hot dog, coke. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I'll get one of those lanyards. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? I ain't even going when he no walk more. around. <laughs> <laughs> right? Amazing. I don't even so. remember what the hell I was going to say, so fuck it. Let's roll. <laughs> yep, there's the F-bomb. Hey, John. John is at his son's basketball game. Yes, he is. Good luck. 
but he is obviously not watching his son <laughs> play. It's a timeout. It's a timeout. It's a timeout. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> so he caught a little bit. All right, so um, what's up? What's up? Where is that? He about spit his almost lost whatever my beer. quality beer. Top snap. Yeah, that. Onto his laptop. Yeah, it was almost gone. Yeah. That's the day I see Damon on iRacing will be the day that I find 10 fucking black people that know what open wheel racing is. Facts. I might find it then. <laughs> hashtag facts. Maybe. <laughs> oh, hashtag Adam. at facts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> you know what open wheel racing is? <laughs> see, see. <laughs> so that's four. Over <laughs> <laughs> <O> four. Over <laughs> four. I got two. One's him. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's just prove a it. point. Let's just prove a point. Get that gentleman at the bar right there. Yes. Excuse me, bar bar barmates up there. Excuse do, me, sir. Do you do guys it. know what open wheel racing is? Bam! Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag white folk. <laughs> See, they again, know. Again, they don't. Racing, okay. racing is cultural. Four black people in the bar. None of them know what open wheel racing is. As one white dude, he said, well, which one? I've literally <laughs> had this poll going on for a, almost a year, and I, I've, been sla I've been slacking, but I'm still waiting on the 10. Not going to get there. <laughs> All right. So, um, hey, I got a question yes. for you. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. If you are writing a paper or a letter, or maybe a memo to someone and you wanted to make letter. sure that it was, well, Valentine's Day past week we and you needed that. a love letter, well, who would you contact if you had some issues making sure your grammar and things like that were all in order? Well, since we have the editor-in-chief, we also have a backup called Olivia Castle at typoedits.net. Check her out and use BW Sports 1 to get 40% off of your essay, uh, love letter, uh, resume, business proposal, whatever else you got. Awesome. Bam. There. And she's family. Family. I watched her get married into our family at Notre Dame. <sighs> Poor thing. <laughs> she didn't know what else she was getting into. No, she didn't. <laughs> That's All the right. Costal side, though. They ain't as crazy as the Stevenses. So let's jump into this fight real quick. Yes. Before we uh, do a little little football talk. So let's jump into this fight. So we got a – now, we haven't had a big-time heavyweight bout. Since the last fight. Since their last fight or before these two competitors for a long time, mm -hmm. especially when it involved an American heavyweight. Right. Heavy, we've talked about it, you know, so many times on the show that how the boxing ranks have the heavyweight class of boxing has just not been um, up to par. Because, right. you know, um, for decades, the heavyweight class has always been the marquee for boxing. Yep. 
and right now it's not. And it hasn't been for a while. It's been the, the lighter fighters, the Mayweathers, the Pacquiao's, the Canelo's. You know, it's been those, the Bradley's. It's been those guys. So here we are this weekend in Vegas. We got Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. But these boys, both of these boys, is some beasts. And Deontay Wilder has brought the championship back to America. Yes. The heavyweight belt has been overseas for a while. Too you know, long. it's been in Russia. It's been in uh, the U.K. I mean, the Klitschko brothers have ran boxing. Yeah, and, it, I mean, it's been in the U.K. for a while, but it's finally back here in the States. So this is a big fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fury has to come across the pond. He has to come across and go into Vegas, into Wilder territory, mm-hmm. and, and try to beat this man. You know what I mean? The first fight was really good. It was. You know what I mean? And I don't think I've ever seen any – well, we know we have never seen anybody get up from Wilder's right hand. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. But Fury did. Not uh, <laughs> unt- other than him, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be – this is this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I think, honestly, that this – and I really wish that they would go back to the 15-round, especially on championship fights. Wow. I do. I do. That's, that's, you're fighting for 45 minutes, and I want to see a fight. That's, a, that's how it used to be. Bring back some tradition. Bring back. Yo, take off the gloves. Well, you know, if it goes to that, it goes to that. No. We don't ever want, we don't ever want to see that. We don't ever want to see that. So, Whoa. <laughs> I cannot wait. This fight is going to remind me of a slugfest to as far as like, uh, I'm not even going to go that far back, but I'm going to say, you can't even say Tyson fights because Tyson was knocking motherfuckers out every night. There's another dollar. <laughs> every <laughs> night. I'm going to say this is more like a Foreman versus uh, Larry Holmes. Uh, Holmes, you know, these big boys, they, they, th- they're, they're throwing. A, a Shannon Briggs and a uh, Lennox Lewis. Look at you. Look at the big brain on brand. Bro, bro. Hey, man, boxing, boxing is big in the black community, bro. I mean, I don't know. It's a culture <laughs> thing. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> listen. I can tell you. You trying to set some, me up, man. I got some right here. I'm telling you. Who? Boxing you got is, what? Boxing is big is. in the black community. One, because it was a sport that um, uh, low-income areas could have some place to go. You know what I mean? You didn't need a lot of money to go train in boxing gyms. Right. You know, they was always having kids in the boxing gym. Well, you know, you like, was either sweeping that, the floor. That's like a Riverside. Or, yeah, sweeping the floor or – you know, wiping out the ring or something like that that they you was involved. doing and you was still involved. learning how to fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was something that – that br- hmm? You can't fight, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean – We got soul. That's the but, thing. But if mistake me if I'm wrong, Chris, but you were in a more African-American community, though, weren't you? Yeah. Well, kind of, sort of. But didn't you go to Hal? No, oh, man. Manual? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to say you was around, you know, a little more of a cultural sense. Well, I, I think for me, I grew up in an era where 
When it was big, yeah. Uh huh. You had Lewis. Right. I mean, you were 20 when he won the belt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely that. You know what I mean? So he was the Tyson before Don King. Oh, yeah. Don, yeah, don't get me started on Don King. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Hey, I mean, you like Don King? <laughs> I see the look. You like Don King? You want to get on, on this? In on this? I Don King. Come on, Gurry. Hairdresser was her aunt from Gurry. <laughs> okay, Don King screwed Mike Tyson up left and right. I mean, he screwed one. everybody up. Yeah, but I mean, his but, main yeah, goal was. That's he, a, he I mean, we can do a whole show over that. Yeah. But in end result is this is going to be a really good fight. You know, Fury moves a little bit, but from the fight the first time, you know, the moving really didn't all help him because he still got touched. I see this being a more of a, you know what I mean, which one of us is better. How so much, How much weight you got thrown behind those behind those punches on either one of them? A, a lot. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to get hit by either one of them. I think well, I saw something. I got something hanging out of my nose or something. I mean, y'all I looking did, at it like, damn. I think I saw something earlier today when I was watching ESPN Boxing. I think I saw something that Deontay Wilder releases his right hand in 1.2 seconds. That's quick. I mean, this dude is, what, 6'5", 200? They're both big You know what I mean? He's like 6'5", 200, and what? You know what I mean? Almost 300 pounds. You know what I'm saying? 260. And he throws his right hand like a flyweight. 1.2 seconds. You want to see it? (laughs) So fast, you didn't even see it. Just saying, folks. Camera couldn't even catch it. It was so damn fast. (laughs) But yeah. I hit the guy on his side. That was the messed up thing. Hey, I'm the guy not, over there, you don't even <laughs> see him anymore because I knocked him out that quick. One point. Yeah. Like I'm not, oh I'm not into uh, race over race crime, but that dude hit me. I'm going to the trunk, player. <laughs> well, you getting the baseball bat? You ain't going to hit nobody else. You're getting the crowbar. <laughs> You're retarded. So who are you picking? Um, I'm picking the winner. No, 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 no. Call him out, Rob. You see him? He's like, no, nah, that ain't working. Um, see, I don't, I don't want to be like, oh my God, he's gonna pick the black guy because he's the black guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna pick the black like, guy. I don't want to pick the foreign boy. You know what I mean? I'm I don't want to, I don't want to pick the foreign boy because you know, what I mean, they're like, oh my God, he's a sellout. He's not, gonna pick <laughs> he's not. He didn't oh, vote so for you're Obama. saying you're just SOL. <laughs> Yeah, culturally. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, for real. I like Fury. I think he's uh, excellent. I think he's an excellent fighter. He I think a, he's, he the has, the, he's the future face of boxing. I mean, he can he be. He is there, but he has, he's, um, the, he's the face. He has a drive, and he has a little bit extra that a lot of fighters don't don't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's just something about Wilder. You know what I mean? He's got a, he's got a burning passion and you can see it in his eyes. He's just he's just got just a little bit little bit more oomph behind it. Like right. like he's fighting like he fought he's he's going to fight this fight like he knew he won the first fight and now he's out to prove that he won the first fight. And you know what I mean? I I don't think it's it. I think it's going to be for anybody I think it'll be I think it'll be a, it, be a fifth round winner. knockout. I think it'll be a fifth round wow. knockout. Are you talking that quick? Fifth round knockout. Hey man, I'm talking that quick because these are heavyweights. And anything can happen. Heavyweights don't move 
a whole lot. But heavyweights and can trust take me, a shot. And trust me, playing in the paint and you got a dude, you know what I mean, 270, 285, leaning on you. <laughs> you but know, on this side of the court, he's leaning on you. This side of the court, he's leaning on you. But there's you no get major tired. size difference you get between tired. the two. That's right. 300 leaning on 300 is still 300 leaning on 300. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like Wilder. Gonna I'm going to take, uh, yes, I'm going to take Dante Wilder in the, <coughs> mm, I'm going to say he's gonna, it's going to go 10 rounds. 10 out of the 12, he's going to get a TKO because he's going to knock him out three times. He's going to knock him down three times. <sighs> so it's going to come down to conditioning. Yeah. Okay. There's I'm some, good. I'm good with other, that. Yeah. I'm good with that. I mean, I'm good with five rounds. I'm good with 10. Uh, he might be, you know what I mean? Better you know, be. If he, if he was watching his Rocky videos, run he the beach. Better be. What you do is you find you a black guy and you run the beach. And you're guaranteed to win. That's a Philly uh, thing. That's our prep band. It's <laughs> a Philly thing. All right, so that's where we go with boxing. So let's jump into some football because we got a lot to talk about Bam! with uh, basketball. That can pretty much knock out the rest of the show with basketball yep. with the article that we posted up. It had a lot of comments with the beeline yep. issue and then um, All-Star Weekend. But right now, let's get into a little bit of football talk. So for you coach people, here's the new name. For you unhappy, satisfied Brissette haters, which I have no reason why that you would choose to have a Phillip Rivers who has turnover issues and injury issues and can't win in the playoffs over a guy who is proven to give you all that he has with the little bit that he had during the season. You had one week to get ready for the season. Because Andrew week. Luck screwed you. One week. But here, I keep hearing, oh, hey, anybody talk to Andrew? You know what he's going to do? Is I'm he going to say retire? I said it. Come Did on. I tell you or I told somebody at work last week or the beginning of this week, I think, they should go for the draft, Oregon's quarterback, Herbert. I don't remember who I told. I said something like that the other day. But then John Wayne came on the show or came on the page the other that same day and said something about Herbert. You got to go for the draft. I would not bring in a 40-year-old quarterback. If you're looking to win now, Rivers is still not your guy because you know why? Because he can't you got, win. You got Costanzo still <laughs> wondering, is he going to retire or not? So you got to look for your line. You have a problem in the secondary on defense. You have a hell of a linebacker, however – Defensive line needs to be built up a little bit more. So you got a lot of more pieces if you can put those even around Brissett. Brissett's, you got a hell of a you got a decent running game. Marlon Max, no joke. He's a decent runner. You got to and you have you have a sizable line, but with Costanzo sitting there saying, I don't know if I'm ready to continue or retire, man, that puts you in a questionable spot. You better get an answer from him quick. Uh, Costanzo's your right tackle, right? Uh, right? Yes. It left. Left. He's going to say bl left. Uh, uh, blind Cause, side. Because they need a blind side guy? Left. L all right, okay. So, you need him. Yep. That's a key position. Yep. You know what I mean? That's something you have to you have to know. Yep. If, especially with the draft coming up. You got the combine next week, and you got all these young talent that's ready to come out. 
and you can't be on hanging on the limb. There's other pieces that you need to look into. Right. But again, I'm still on this. Why are we still talking about a quarterback? I mean, what has he done that what has uh, Jacoby Brissett done that everybody in Indianapolis is so against that we have to go look for a quarterback? Okay. I would now, maybe look in a draft if you're for, if you're uh, somebody draft, to come up. If you're gonna draft for the future, I get it because you really don't have a backup, so you really need to have somebody. You got in. Chad Kelly. <laughs> okay, so you really need to have a backup, a, a a plan in place. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, going to draft, get one of these. If you can't get one of these Tua's or these Herberts, Tua ain't coming. That way, that way you. I'm just throwing a name Tua's out there. Tua's going to Miami. I'm just throwing a name out there. That way you can, you know, groom them a little bit. Before you throw him into the fire, you know what I mean? But I don't understand why we have Hold to on. go away from this man when there's so many other pieces, when there were so many factors throughout the season that caused that his deplete. Him. That and went I, against him, yes. Injuries I and I agree know, with that. Whatever. You I'm know just what I'm, I'm peeping our guests out here. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm trying to all of a sudden we go in. I know we go from <laughs> everything else to football and it's like <laughs> the focus, I mean, <laughs> zone completely. Like the whole, like the. Mm, I like it. Like they I touched like the, the force. Like Yoda, <laughs> Yoda and Obi Wan was talking to him. Like here we go, here we go. No, ah. they didn't say that. He goes, mm, football, good. Mm. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Not <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I told y'all she's going to hate me by the time we're done here. I'm surprised I have not gotten anything thrown at me yet. It's COVID. But, I'm, waiting for, I'm watching but, that you know bottle, I mean, man. I'm watching so, it. Oh, it is empty. Shit. Yeah. So there are some. You know don't mean? hit the equipment. Hit the head. That's fine. Don't hit the equipment. So there, there is. The head some can be fixed. I got to pay money for this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, there is some, some, some issues that the coach needs to address. Yeah. Not a whole bunch. I think they just need to fill in pieces. You got to make because sure your left core, tackle is staying yeah. or going. Your core is pretty much there. I just think they need some pieces. I like to know if Funches is going to be healthy and ready to go. You know what I mean? But I do think they need to explore the wide receiver. Aspect, I think you need to put a little bit more back there. I don't really think you need to deal with the backfield too much. I just think you need to deal with the outside. Maybe a nice slot to give a little pressure release for. Um, I'll be looking for a tight end. A tight end would be good. You know, maybe a slot receiver to relieve the pressure a bit on the outside for um, little hair boy. His name just elapsed me. Hair boy. T.Y.? Yeah. Yes. Hair boy. T.Y. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like Ty Are too. I think, he's, I think he's a good dude. Are you mad? No, I just couldn't think of his name, and I was angry <laughs> that I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> he bald, he mad. So I don't, I don't think there's a. He lot got of, mad at me. Look at me. Don't touch my head again. <laughs> I think I there's see. a lot of. Um, I think there's not a whole lot of tweaking that the Colts need. I think it's just a couple fill-in pieces. And they can be really competitive in the AFC. Well, the AFC South sucks. 
I said the AFC, not just the AFC South. AFC, to get to the playoffs, you win in division. You win an easy division, just like Philly did. I mean, I'm not going to – I'm not doubting it. We <laughs> won an easy-ass division last year. I mean, the coastal traditionally, the AFC South really has been a weak division, and they've dominated it for, you know, so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't feel that uh, – How do you dominate – hold on. When you say dominate, how do you dominate something at 8-8, eight and 9-7? Eight, and seven? That's not dominating. But do you win it all the time? That's that's not dominating. But do you win it that's all winning. the time? Do you win There's it all the time? There's a difference. Winning it all the time kind of equates to domination to me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> For the moment, yes, dear. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That was my terrible little John. <laughs> but wow. um, there's some other news going on in the football world. But who better to talk about football news? Than football people. We got Malcolm Jenkins in the house, folks. <laughs> we got some individuals I'm in the joking. house. <laughs> we got some individuals in the I'm house. Not hate, no, he walked in. I said, Man, you know who I'm a Philly fan. I said, You know who you look like? He's like, Who? Malcolm Jenkins. Dude stuck his chest out. <laughs> Check me out. I did do I did <gasps> Oh the, my uh, God. No, you're Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We're going down. <laughs> now we got some individuals yes. in the house, some fellow podcasters. They're new in the game, and they're trying to get started and get this thing popping like how we got it going on. And they, uh, their niche is football, football, and their niche niche in football is fantasy. Look, so, at, look at it. Look at it. shaking. So, look, they're ready to go. So, um, these brothers, you know what I mean, we're meeting them for the first time. Yep. We talked a little bit about them. You know, Dan's did a little research on them. I kind of did a little bit while we were talking about checking them out. You know what I'm saying? These young men look like they got something going on. They got a, a nice little thing popping, and they're ready to get started, yep. and they seem pretty knowledgeable about football. Yep. So, so with that being said, the ass is going to take, uh, once again, his weekly piss break, and we are going to bring in – we'll do it one at a time. We got one chair. I don't know which one is coming first. So uh, Malcolm Jenkins is coming to the <laughs> mic. So just to throw it out here, these brothers, their podcast is called the Dynasty Brothers. Dynasty, I'll get it right for you. Don't worry about it. Dynasty Bros, FF uh, podcast. Which yeah, is I just screwed football. that all. Yes, up. you did. Yeah, Malcolm, have I seen. did not read my notes. <laughs> yeah, just slide on in and throw the headphones on. Yep. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on. All right. So, my name is Dynasty Bro Dot, a.k.a. AP, and I am one half of the co-host of the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm trying to look into the camera. They're helping me out. This is new. Uh, I still don't look in the camera, so you're good. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not looking. Quick point. I ain't looking no more. Uh, and, and we are a Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast, and we discuss fantasy football weekly. We got a weekly episode every Tuesday night. We go live. Well, we don't go live, but we put it out. <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah, I'm nervous, man. This camera thing is different, man. Yeah, it's a little different. I mean, because um, – I'll, I'll agree with you on that because when I started doing this, I ended up being a – I was asked to be a, a guest on a internet radio show. Yeah. And so there we just sat around a table and we just talked to the mic to other guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then we flipped over and started this. So, yeah, it's talking to the camera, you know what I mean? Slow. I'm a talky person, but <laughs> when you got to 
you know, feel space and time, I get it. So. Yeah, I'm tr <laughs> trying to talk, make sure my beard is shining properly, all of that <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> but nah, man, uh, like I said, uh, I'm DynastyBro.com. You can find our podcast everywhere where you can stream podcasts, Dynasty Bros FF. And um, like I said, we, we touch on fantasy football, but we try to be a lot more than that. You know, we try to touch on the culture. Oh, man, I'm a hat guy, man. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, I probably don't even know the team of hat I'm wearing, man, to be honest. I know that sucks. Hey, I, I get you so, on that. I, was I like, can feel you on that. It's like, ooh, I got – I got a little red in my shoe. Let me wear a red hat. Does that work at all? I feel you on that. You hey. got to you got to coordinate. <laughs> Wearing hats and almost got my ass whooped in some Walmarts around the city. <laughs> you got a match. Oh, you can't. Real? No, you good. But but I'm just, I'm just got my butt kicked. <laughs> oh man. Now you got to match your mushrooms with your mushrooms, bro. <laughs> this is the blue moon. All right, so uh, explain a little bit about dynasty football cuz uh, I was listening to you a little bit earlier when we were talking. Uh-huh. Um you said you do this all year round, so I'm assuming that the dynasty Part of yeah. the football uh, is is different from regular fantasy football. Yeah, so the the big difference is it just never stops. So in the offseason, we find ways to keep it relevant, find ways to talk about, you know, the things that can help you boost your teams. Because right now we can still do trading in the offseason. You got to prep for these rookie drafts. You got combines going on, senior bowls going on. So those are the things that we try to bring to the attention of the people that play year-round because – you got the guys that are going to be here in a couple of weeks. We finally got our press pass. We're going to go out and check out the way they're running the 40s, check out the weightlifting and all that stuff. So don't clap. <laughs> hey, man, I don't – yeah, all of that. No, all but that's – I mean, but you say that and we giggle about it, but it's hard to get those, those media and those press credentials when it you're is. not affiliated with, it you know – the big people, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're just small-time people trying to, you know, get in where we fit in. Yeah. So, I get it. You're – Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually short compared to you, so I don't think you know who a, a small person is. You're talking to what? <laughs> I bet you your feet can touch the ground right now. <laughs> you, yes. <laughs> like small, over there. Small person to your left. Uh <laughs> But nah, um, I you know what? I don't really want to go overkill. So what I I want to do is make sure that the other Cobro gets a chance to come mm -hmm. in and fill in the rest of the introduction to Dynasty Fantasy Football. So before I go, I would like to say thank you to you guys. You guys are awesome, man. And hey, is this an invite? I can come watch y'all every oh, Wednesday yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, you guys are awesome. Yeah. I already texted my girl. I was like, hey. <laughs> They're awesome. You guys didn't even start yet. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to say thank you for letting me come on Dynasty Bro Dot. You can follow me at Instagram, Twitter at Dynasty Bro Dot. Make sure you follow our pages at Dynasty Bros FF everywhere. And uh, if I can introduce, this is Dynasty Bro Vic coming up. He's he's the taller guy, so y'all can probably relate. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, it's been a pleasure uh, nah, having you. you and uh, you. we look forward to seeing you guys some more. And we got some things going on with you. Right, so it's you. awesome. All right, so look at it. Look at look how they do it. I mean, this guy, you know, I mean, he was a little bit nervous, but he seemed like he was a natural in front of the camera. Once you, once you sit down and get going, it, it you tend to forget about it yeah. because you get to talking about something that you love, absolutely. and then the camera means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't so. even see the camera. Hey, my guy failed to mention taller and cuter. Ah, <laughs> I got to pick myself up. So. I mean, no.
But uh, <laughs> another thing my guy failed to mention, you know, we hope you want. <laughs> nah, hey, I bought this hat for the tree, so that's, that's what I'm saying. So. <laughs> hey, I still gotta check it out. <laughs> hey, be blowing up on SoundCloud right now. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know why he's terrible. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> but my guy failed to mention we uh, help you win your fantasy league. So whether it's fantasy where you do redraft, also dynasty where you keep your team. So reason why we like dynasty and where that started from was you know we go back to middle school. So. With Dynasty football, it don't stop. So kind of like our friendship, it don't stop. So we keep it going. And also, when you play Dynasty, if you don't win that year, you get to keep your team and kind of understand, like, okay, what tweaks and pieces I need to tweak to kind of win. So you already got that foundation in place. So you get to keep your team, go through the rookie draft, build that championship team. So so basically, so with you saying it like that, so it's basically like playing uh, 2K or live yeah. where you do go through the season or the franchise exactly. and then you continue on. Exactly. Okay, I like that. That's really nice. Yeah. But first, we're going to stop you because okay. you didn't introduce yourself oh, to bad. the people. See, I got right to it, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's how much we love, uh, you know, Dynasty football. But I'm Dynasty Bro Vic, so co-host of Dynasty Bros FF. Um, so if you look at all streaming sites, you know, Dynasty Bros FF, search that, subscribe, share. Four stars, one stars, we don't care. Just, you know, rate us, follow us. Um, but, yeah, um, I'm repping the B team, if you guys can see that. So I made a whole playing career playing football, middle school through college, playing on the B team. Playing, believe it or not, I actually got JV football in college. And I was a JV stud, so you can't get recruited off the B team. So really, why do we rep the B team? Because it's more B team players in any sport, whether it's football, basketball, track, mm -hmm. tennis, whatever. Um, more B team players make up, you know, teams. So we rep those guys and we highlight those guys. So. During our episodes, we shout out B-Team Player of the Weeks because, believe it or not, every week some guy that you never heard of scored a touchdown and right, makes a big right. impact. So, so yeah. go ahead, go ahead, no, go no, ahead. No, no. I was just going to say we like to shout those guys out. So. I mean, I'm good with that. That's, I mean, that's a concept that you don't see most exactly. people do. Yeah. So I'm all in for that. And, you know what I mean? And I, and I love this dynasty concept. Yeah. You know, this kind of franchise type of deal with your, with your program. So I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you. So it kind of sounds like you guys are also fantasy coaches. So we do give our listeners fantasy advice, um, fantasy football. You know, we won championships. Uh, we won in the redraft arena and also dynasty. Um, this really where all this comes from is we used to compete. He used to be like my top, you know, rival. I used to hate this guy. And then I was like, you know what, let's team up. Let's actually share our knowledge, you know, in terms of, like, what can we learn from each other? Iron sharpens mm -hmm. iron, right? Right. So if you get you a buddy, if you play fantasy sports, someone that you can b bounce ideas off of, concepts off of, you start to elevate your game. So we decided to, you know, launch this podcast. And really, to be honest, I was looking for, you know, a podcast where I could hear my voice, meaning, you know, I was hearing all these shows out there. Guys come off kind of corny. Of course, you know, we got our own corny jokes, stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. But I wanted to hear me. I right. couldn't find one, so right. that's what made me, you know, launch it. Looks like we got a question. Got yes, a sir. Point. Yes, sir. Howdy. So, so but what I'm understanding here is it, it kind of even works not even because it's fantasy football. You know, if, if you're a fan of football, you're trying to find out, you know, about, you know, the rookies coming in. Exactly. And seeing what's going on in the combine. If they're watching you guys and paying attention, you're going to give them all that info. Exactly. Whether they're fantasy or not. Exactly. So we oh. actually – Okay, so if you guys didn't hear that, Howdy said in the background because he doesn't have a mic, he was wondering, like, even if you don't play fantasy football and you are a football person and you wanted to know more information 
about some of these current players and rookies coming in associated with the combine, they can come get that information from you guys as well. Absolutely. So we just ran through our quarterback prospects, tight end prospects, running back prospects. We just did wide receiver prospects with a guy that's on, you know, Dan Patrick's show on uh, uh, XM Sirius Radio. Um, So we named some guys to target. Um, of course, I always try to take care of my coats mm-hmm. um, with these episodes. But uh, we just, you know, look at prospects, give their pros and cons and some ideal landing spots and also some uh, player comparisons, you know, if we got some player comparisons. So. Awesome. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So um, what we're going to do here at Black and White Sports, you know, we're trying to, you know, we always, like we said, we're a local podcast. You guys are local podcasts. We're not ones to step on anybody's toes or walk on somebody's back to get big. That's not what we do. Yep. Um, you know, we try to help each other, you know, try to help other people. So, Absolutely. you know, we have no problems of linking up with you guys and doing stuff I like that, it. having you guys on the show. This has been amazing. You brought a new aspect to football that I'm thinking that some people aren't aware of yeah. in the fantasy thing. And we have a lot of lot of people that do football and do fantasy, you know, like that. And Dan's one of them. Me, I've done fantasy once. I paid attention like the first four five games okay. and it was like yeah we got you I'm man done with this but this is an interesting concept it's really big across the country and i know it's big here in our circle so what we're going to do we're going to make sure that we you know we've given you guys this little airtime. we're going to make sure we we do some shout outs on the page as well to okay. put you you know share your page and all things like that so we can get you guys out there but we appreciate you coming by and hanging out with us for a little bit and we're we can't wait to do some work with you guys. I appreciate these guys. Hey, these guys share so much nuggets and love with us. You know, they drop so much knowledge. So appreciate that, man. Not a problem. Up, oh, no more question. Okay, so he Tommy asked again. Um, Tommy. God darn blasted. <laughs> yeah. Howdy asked again, because, you know, nicknames. I don't call him Chris, damn it. I don't call him Howdy. Yeah. So Chris asked, um, his second question was, um, something that's really big in the last couple of years is to pick them for the fantasy. How did you guys approach that? All right, so I'm going to be honest. I haven't branched off into the pick them. Dot, are you into the pick them leagues? Yeah. So I'm going to let my guy, Dynasty Bro Dot, come back up here because I don't want to do you guys a disservice. So... <laughs> <laughs> now, now we got a question about the Pick'em League, so. Okay. 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 <laughs> hey, we bet on everything. We'll be bet back. on everything. Catch us on DraftKings. I'm betting on, I'm betting on Wilder. You know, wife's been asking me, you know, what's these DraftKings charges? I'll be asking her, what's these Amazon Prime charges? So we eat it. <laughs> That's great. So, but bet your ass. If you do anything betting, you talk to that dude, and y'all can just link up real good. So, but again, thanks, you guys, for coming out. Again, check these guys out. If you're into the fantasy, check them out on Facebook and any other social media platform or any podcast platform, Dynasty Bros. Dynasty Bros. FF. The FF stands for fantasy football, not we see baby. There you go. There you go. <laughs> not we <we're silly. laughs> These guys are. Okay, I guess we got Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. I'm terrible. And I got no glasses. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so the ass is back for some more station identification. Yes. We are going to give you a little station identification. 
Remember, if you like these shirts, these hats, and the white T-shirts, the BW Sports 1 uh, Network logo T-shirts, check out Above Printing Concepts right now at this, maybe. Hold on here. Yep. We're going to give you the commercial. Here we go. Hey, it's your boy, the ass over at Black and White Sports. Are you looking for a great deal on your next apparel? Check out Above Printing Concepts. With inexpensive printing and embroidery, Above Printing Concepts will make sure your next t-shirt, hat, coffee mug, and all kinds of products will look professional. Contact Above Printing Concepts at 317-439-7792 or check them out online at www.indiecustomprint.com. That's 317-439-7792. Above Printing Concepts, the official printer of BW Sports 1. Straight out of Gurry, she said. Now nah, we back. That little station <laughs> identification for our friends over at Above Printing Concepts. Check them out, www.indiecustomprint.com. All right. So. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I'm like a kid at Christmas right now waiting for those to show up in the mail. Grunt Works, Custom Woods, out of Texas. He's veteran-owned and operated. The dude can I'm not I can't say that way because I we don't we we know each other we don't even know each other that well so I'm not gonna make the joke but man I love the black and white sports flag I'm not gonna lie dude the damn green yellowish green on the checkers and wreckers flag that's coming I can't wait to see that live action yeah. No. Yeah, that was really good. That's really good stuff. No, check out Grus- Grunt Works Custom Woods on Facebook. Uh, you might as well. Why not? What? <laughs> no, okay. <What? laughs> All right, so um, we got what about a half. We got about a half hour left. Uh, by the way, if you were worried, uh, Michigan is up three. Nobody's worried about Michigan. They suck. Or in Brooklyn. 70 to 69. Butler is down by one with 20 seconds left. They're down by two now. 71 69, 19.4 at Seton Hall. All right. So, which um, started their slump last time when they played Seton Hall on a Wednesday here in Hinkle. Hinkle, Hinkle, which will be hosting the Indiana Fever this year because they're doing work on the Bankers Field House. Yeah, I got life. something yes. to say on that, but I don't. I don't know if I want. To I mean, know. I'm. I'm. I mean, okay. I mean, you got to get the repairs done. Do it, I mean, after and, his, and, do it after the women's season. And then if you look at it, if you really look at it, put your hand all down, the, Mr. Hyatt. All the space, <laughs> all the space that's being wasted. I get it, but they are why professional not athletes, the, right? Why not fill up the seats at, at Hinkle? You know what I mean? I'm good with it. That, and that place, it was dripping. Yeah. They, uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> You're really trying. I'm trying. I get know, it. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. I, I mean, Hinkle is a great place to, for a basketball game. Hey, I played in Hinkle. We went to, uh, uh, what was it? Was it? It wasn't the All Stars. It was something that they had down at Hinkle with the, with the NBA players that were there. Me, you, and Rodney went to. 
You didn't go? No. What was that? I don't know. What did they have? It was like have probably no four idea. or five years ago. No I don't idea. remember. They had something good there. Uh, skills? No. I have no I don't idea. know what it was. <laughs> Final Four I stuff. I mean, I've I've played at Hinkle. I played there in um, high school for sectional and regionals. Um, it's and a then, field house. And I mean, that's I've an played, Indiana field, field house. And then I've played there, um, you know, open gyms and pickup balls with uh, – um, uh, Jim Price used to play for the Lakers. I went to school with his son, James Price. We all play pickup ball there. We played with Angie, who what played up, there. Heidi? We've played with uh, actually their coach, JaVale. I played with him at the open gyms there at Hinkle. I mean, even when I was a kid, you know, my grandmother lived in Rocky Ripple right behind yep. uh, there. Even as a kid, I remember sneaking in the Hinkle playing ball and then the Butler Bowl. So Hinkle is historic. And I'm not on, I mean, I, 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 I feel get the, it. Yeah, I get it. But those are yeah. professional athletes. Give them the give them the set. That's kind of like you know we're gonna give you uh, TV time, and you put them on We Channel or some shit like that. Or PBS. Never, yeah, I mean, come hey, on. but you're on TV though. I don't really? care if they put our show on PBS. I'm ecstatic. Well, that's besides the point. We're not professional <laughs> athletes. <laughs> if they put me on PBS, hey, bro. I played in Texas where, like, one game was on TV. If I don't care. You know, the way it is now where all your games Unless are you're televised, Pacers. I am down Unless with you're Pacers, that. you know. I'm on TV. We get, Pacers are on we TV. Every, all 82 games is televised. Yes, it is, but we don't get the, the – never mind. I'm not going there with you. All 82 I'm not going there games with you. is televised. Not doing and it. if you have NBA TV – you, you get, get everything. The, you can get the Pacers on because they'll play marquee games. <laughs> All right. But anyway, yeah, I looked away. He looked at me. He's like, yeah, he's done. <laughs> All right. So um, <laughs> let's chip chat a little bit about uh, some uh, some basketball. All right. So do you want to talk about the article I posted about Beeline or which? Ooh, boy, that went into a whole bunch. Yes, it did. You know, it ended up turning into some IU stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? Which could be a whole nother conversation. What uh, IU you sucks know what? and their and their coach is, is the brother of one of the 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 shittiest cheaters in the world. Yeah. And everybody says right? Everybody says that oh Archie's a good coach. Is he really? Is he really I mean, is Sean a, really a good coach if he can't cheat? Archie's I don't know, a, ask Archie, Arizona. Archie's a good coach for a mid major. He did he did wonders with Dayton, but Dayton is not IU. IU is a blue blood. I mean, simple as that. It is. You're you know, in the Big I mean, Ten. Even though they're not, even even though they're not winning, they're still a blue blood. The same way with Michigan in football and Notre Dame in football. Even though they're not winning national championships, they still are historic blue bloods of college football. And no matter what, they're going to be talked about. Don't talk about them right now. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about them, but we just have to mention them. But anyway, before we get into that, there was something that was posted yesterday that I really want to talk about. I know we said we were going to talk about some NBA. Do you If think? we get to it, we get to it. It, it kind of goes with the NBA because it's the NBA player. Okay. But it's something I wanted to make just for the tip. <laughs> the new segment, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> so, right. Just get a good feel for it. I'm scrolling Twitter the other day, and I see a post uh, from Joe Ingles of the ah. 
of okay. the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So Joe Ingles is out with his family, and some guy just runs up next to him. Selfie. Sticks selfie, his selfie. phone up in his face and yeah. yells selfie and takes a picture. Joe Ingles says, dang, man, you could have said please. Yeah. And the guy goes, well, you want me to call you sir too? Yeah, see, that's. So my 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 exactly. thing, yeah my thing is okay I get it you're a celebrity I mean you're an all star I mean you're a basketball you're a professional athlete which is kind of like you know I mean you're a Hollywood star you're a movie star or whatever you're a celebrity so to speak when is it to a point that it is inappropriate inappropriate or whatever inappropriate. the word inappropriate and rude. For somebody to come up in a celebrity or sports star's face. If I'm out, no, I'm I'm no, like, celebrity or anything. (laughs) But if I'm out at dinner with my wife and my kids and you see me sitting there, if we make eye contact or if there's some type, if you kind of walk up close to where I'm at and I acknowledge you or something, if I don't acknowledge you, that means leave me alone. Keep it moving. Yes. If I acknowledge you, at least, like you said, at least say, you know, be nice about it. Be courteous. You know that politeness that the world yeah. used to have yeah. it doesn't have now? Be polite about it. Be respectful. Excuse me, sir. Would you mind if I had a picture taken with you? I would be much more acceptable. accepted. Be like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. I pr- you know what? And I'd probably tell him. I appreciate your res- the way you respected mm-hmm. me. I appreciate your politeness. Yeah, you know, I'm probably even gonna sign something for you. Right, I agree. Because you were so nice about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, me, I might approach it as in, you know, if it came at me at that that way, that manner, right? I'd probably approach it as I'll probably ask him, "Hey, um, I had no problem with doing it, but you know, let me finish my food or right. let me, you know, whatever, and I'll and I'll come no, to your table if I'm or whatever. Hungry. My fat ass is hungry. Yeah. Leave me alone." <laughs> Or I'm out come to your table or whatever. Or I might even ask him, you know, I'm like, are you done eating? You know, or not. If you're not done, hey, I'll come over and holler at you. Or if you're done, all right, I'll go ahead and do it. But at least give me the courtesy of being with my family and saying and asking. Right. You know, don't Don't just come come up and just assume and, and have the audacity. To get angry right. and have a smart-ass comment because yeah. I said something to you. Right. You're lucky I don't punch you in your damn mouth. Because I, I probably would. You know what I mean? Because, I see, here, it, it, listen, you know what I mean? Years ago, I worked at Outback when I and I got out of college. I, got, I worked at Outback in Castleton. And that was a spot that Reggie Miller used to come into all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we always respected him and had him in the spot where kind of took him away from the crowd but it was i mean you could sit there and watch them i mean it was they people were so rude i mean the dude it has a a a piece of steak on the fork like this and then you're right hey can i get can i get an autograph you know what i mean right i mean that's ridiculous let the people i mean yeah they're celebrities yeah that comes it comes with the territory human but they have families they have lives i don't i don't I don't think that you should be able to. No limelight should overshadow your, your, your still having respect. Mm-hmm. 
period. I agree. So that was that and was the tip. That. That's just the tip, folks. Brought to you by somebody that we like. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Gurry. <laughs> Gurr. Brought to you by Gurry Productions. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some basketball for our last few uh, minutes while our bartender is making our closing shots. Yes, because our closing shots by Tiffany will come here in about 10 minutes, folks. As always, that's how we close out the show. All right, I have some stuff brought up to uh, go over um, uh, before I posted another uh, blog on the page, but it looks like I'm just going to end up having to post that page because we're going to probably end up talking about a conversation that we had online with one of the posts. Yes. But over the weekend we had the over the weekend we had the NBA All-Star uh weekend. Over the weekend we had the NBA All-Star weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a um a little bit of controversy in the in one of the festivities for the All-Star game. Um the dunk contest so we get to the yeah, finals. Man. We got uh, uh, Jones Jr. from Miami, and we got Aaron Gordon from uh, Orlando. Now, these dudes is straight pulling out some outstanding, fabulous dunks. And, and I hear people angry because of all the 50s, and you hear Aaron Gordon saying his, uh, his post that, hey, you know what I mean? I had five 50s. You know what I mean? I should have won. Now, beside the point that I think that he might have had a strong um, um, showing that he could have had the upper hand in winning, but I'm going to look at it like this. The tall people can help you. The dunk – oh, my Lord Jesus. Tall people will help you. Um, The dunk contest rules at this point are not uh, accumulative – Points. Yeah. Meaning that the rounds of the points don't continue on and add up. Right. So first round points are first round points. Finals points are finals points. Regardless if you had five fifties in a row, only two of those fifties were in the first round. Right. So I don't really care how many you had in a row because they didn't count in the next round moving forward. Who won? Aaron Gore. I mean, no, no, uh, no. Uh, Jones no. Jr. won. I think you said it. Who won? I I think, me personally, I would have, if I had to pick a winner, I would have to Aaron a little bit. But me personally, I think it was a tie. Because both of those guys, go to sudden death. Then both of those, I don't think. It, I think a tie would have been fabulous. Because the it way been those better than what they did. Now. Be what the way those guys were dunking, every dunk was going to be a fifty, and we would have went into this forever. Right. You know what I, I mean? Agree. So I have no. I agree pro- with that. And the All Star Weekend, you know, it's not really all about the winning and who's on top or whatever. It's about having fun and hanging out with your peers. So nobody, it I don't is. think no fan would have been angry no. if they'd have ended in the tie. No, but I will say, Georgetown's getting ready to play Providence. Good Big East matchup. Um, I will say, though, that the competitiveness and the pride of the players all coming down, just like we saw in the fourth quarter of the game, mm-hmm. in the dunk contest, man, it's down to you two. You and you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to dunk better? 
last year. And this, I think this is all in people's heads, too, is last year Gordon got screwed. Quote, unquote, Gordon got <laughs> screwed. This year, I think that that had some weight into people's mentalities yeah. of thinking of I agree with what that. was going to happen, especially when he dumped, he dunked over, uh, oh, help me out, help me out. Taco? Taco Fall. See, now, here we go Thank again you, with dear. the dunk on Taco Falls. No, I'm good on those. Here we go with the dunk on Taco Falls. Listen. Okay, it's spectacular. You dunked on the seven foot five guy. Right. I get it. I know how hard it is to dunk on the seven footer. But in a and, dunk and contest, pro, that's how you're going to try to end. In pro am league mm. play, I tried to dunk on Rick Smith seven foot four. It didn't end well. <clears> I get it. It's not easy to do. <laughs> he is but, the dunking Dutchman, man. But I say this: I don't think he dunked over him. I think he dunked. On him, I believe there's that, a difference. Taco put his head Vince down. Carter dunked over, over the, the seven footer. He dunked on the seven footer. All right, two different things. Here's a question for you: <laughs> Vince Carter, question. best dunker of all time, hands down. I don't have Pole to answer question. any questions. Vince Carter or either two semi uh, finalists in this it, year. Vince Carter Boom. is the greatest at 45 years old. Of, uh, he's at 45, at 45, I would still put Boom. my money on Vince. Every yes, sir. day. <laughs> That's different. No, no. Vince Carter. <laughs> Vince period. Carter still <laughs> he's wearing a Stanford hat, right? It. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It was the best dunk contest since Vince Carter put his arm in the rim. That's what the All-Star Weekend (laughs) should be. Entertainment. I agree. I agree. For the players to get all together. All right. But it was was freaking amazing, though. 850 shot. 850 shot. I I would tell you, bro, the 360 off the backboard, hey, uh, that, that was, that was phenomenal. That was better than but the, the taco. Hey, but the Jones when he came through with the off the catch, off the over, yeah, bro. What, these last dudes, year? No, Jones this year. Oh, where okay, he yeah, threw yeah. it off the backboard, yeah, and it caught it over right. yeah. two people between. Oh. Hey, bro, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. When you, but when you threw it off the bat well, when when what's his name threw it off the backboard and did the one-handed 360 that's what i said first i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> but you're saying that jones you like jones is better i like them both okay you know what i'm saying you throw it off the backboard you jump so over in two the people in the catch it head. bring it between your legs and then dunk it in the okay ones, i like it Pinky in the brain's head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it a tie? I would think it was a tie because okay. I could. And you know what? I think the judges were trying to make it a tie. And Chadwick Bozeman and Isaiah Thomas or whoever the other judge was. Oh, Candace. I think it was Candace. What an idiot. Couldn't get it together to figure out which one was going to give them the nine to make it a tie. Yeah, and they said, oops. And I think they both picked nine. That's which why gave Dwayne him Wade the did this. Left. That was uh, Dwayne Wade did this. <laughs> yeah, because they was he was a judge and he was saying we should put it in the tie. Yeah. So that's what I think happened. But him sitting at the Twitter, the Twitter broadcast talking about, well, I feel I won because I had five fifties. 
Well, dunk contest points don't add up for rounds. Yeah, it's one round set of points, and the final round is the next set of points. Period. Hands down, he won. Eat it. Suck it. So, how much time we got left? Shot time. Sure, why not? Shot time now. Now now we tell you. <laughs> so, we touch don't, with no, him. Don't, don't look at me. We don't look at my eye. Checkers of Wreckers and Black and White Sports, which is BW Sports 1. We are toasting for all of your Bam. viewing pleasure. Yes. Check us all out, www.bwsports1.com. <laughs> so, we Ooh, warm and fuzzy. We were going to talk a little bit more about basketball. Um, NBA style when we um, – uh, but I do have the, all the information, so I'm going to put out another blog for tomorrow for that to um, go over the uh, the second half of the NBA season. Look at you. And my picks for how the playoffs are going to fall out for the East and the West. You know when I listen to Damon, you know what I do? What? I just say, just look at him. Just look at him. The, mach- the machine in training. Aha. <laughs> All right. What? None of Whatever. us have anything on the machine. The machine. I witnessed that full-fledged live action. Tommy Boy is a machine. Yeah. Man. So um, we got about 10 minutes left. Yes, sir. So I put out another article today uh, for um, John Beeline, uh, who is the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Drew uh, messaged us. Drew who? Uh, Drew Drew said how are you guys able to go live with all the graphics on your screen message us we'll let you know yes we will or yes he will (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um, John B. oh my god so our wonderful I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off but our wonderful bartender Tiffany is a Charles Barkley fan that's awesome that's my favorite player. The round mound of, of rebound. rebound, baby. You know, I met Charles Bam. Barkley. You know, I met Charles Barkley his rookie year um, downtown at Market Square Arena. Met him and Dr. J when nice. I was a member of the Wheelers Boys Club. Nice. We went to a Pacer game uh, playing the 76ers, and we met both of those, and I got a pair of Converse Malcolm weapons. Malcolm Jenkins is out. I got a pair of Converse weapons. <laughs> I don't know. I think he just did, did a it? dance. Did a jig. <laughs> he jail posed. He did a jig. Wow. <laughs> he was standing in front of the screen. Wow. You, hey, man, you didn't know how he's been to jail. But watch it. <laughs> no, you good. Nah, nah. You good. Hey, you're lucky, I get, you're I lucky the attest- backside was the other way. I can attest to you that is exactly how the poses go. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks yes, for coming thank out. I appreciate it. So, without getting all into the whole conversation, um, I, I commented back and forth with a couple individuals um, on this article that yep. started into a um, – it came into a point of when if we've had this conversation before. When is it a um, an appropriate time, uh, 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 amount of time 
that you give a coach to turn around a program or get through his system? Four to five years. That's what I was thinking, 45 years. Well, 45? Four to five. But it comes out because John Beeline um, is, is stepping down from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. He was a college coach at Michigan. You know, great numbers. Didn't win a national championship, played a national championship a couple times. Yep. But did lose. Um, but, but he, he moved, but he, but, he stepped up, but he stepped up to the Cavaliers, yep. got a huge contract, five-year deal. But he's stepping down, and it's not – I mean, it's just all-star time. And it's what, four months? You know what I'm saying? And now, me, I when I read it, I said, wow, that was – didn't take – I mean, that didn't take as long as I thought it would. One, I say because Beeline is one of those rare coaches who are great at one thing but wants to explore something else, but it doesn't really translate. But he did. You know what I mean? He He's it. a – but he tried it, and I commend him for that. But Beeline is one of those coaches who is a teacher of young men mm-hmm. to become adults or professional players or whatever. When you step – and that's perfect for the college realm mm-hmm. because you have these young men coming out of high school who are transitioning into becoming functioning adults. And you need those type of people in your life if you're in sports is is normally coaches. Right. You know, if you're in life, it could be a teacher, it could be a mentor, it can be a boss or whatever. But you need those kind of people to help you transition. Mm-hmm. He is one of those people. So I think college is a great fit for him. I agree. Now it didn't work out because, you know, and it and we got into this conversation where he got into IU basketball and Archie Miller yeah. and all this stuff, which brings me to the question I asked you. How long do you give a coach coming in new time? Four to five years. Yeah, four to five years. But here, here's And I got something to add to that on the professional side, though. You came into a shit show already. Oh, uh, yeah, it was what bad. Cleveland was not good. What did you expect to happen within three months, four months of his, of his coaching? But I, I think I, I, think I, that I agree. Was a cop. I, I think that was a cop-out for Cleveland to do that. I don't know if it was a cop out. That's a total cop out. Or or the fact that because see here listen, when you're in college, you're coaching young men to be something else. Right. When you're a professional coach, you're no longer a teacher. No, you're just sitting You there are coach. a manager of egos. Yeah. And but I don't think he was ready about, for that. We're talking about Cleveland. What do they have right there? Professional right now? players? And I, Okay, I get that. <laughs> and I, I know the egos and stuff, but LeBron's moved on. Yeah. There's who do they have in I mean, Cleveland that's really going to do that, anything if you don't give them time to do anything? When I say professional you didn't even players, give them a draft. When I say professional players, I mean professional egos. I get it. Because these are now grown men making money to sustain right. their livelihood. Right. And this is a coach who is from a Because I know five million dollars a year would sure as hell yeah. help my help my yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, he is a coach that is from a I'll structured lifestyle. No, I get it. You're from a pro that's why coach that's why Coach K and we know Coach K can coach yeah. the pros. We've seen it. But that's why Coach K hasn't went to the pros. Succeeded in college, you know what I mean, because he mentors. You know what I mean. He didn't go to the pros 
We know Coach K. I'll tell you, Coach K would have been, he would have won the NBA championship because he's that type of coach. And we know he can coach and manage egos because you get egos at Duke because it's one of those type of programs. But he never went there because he knew that you can't control NBA players like you can control a college program. And I think that's what Beeline thought that he can do at Cleveland, and it did not work. No, because, but you didn't give him time but, to do anything. Oh, but no, it's not due time to do anything. If the players aren't on board, no matter what Nothing's you try to happen. do, nothing is going to happen. I get that. But you that's, that's where the organization needs to step up and like, look, either you're on this or you're out. We can start and, over and draft people and get free agency, and it doesn't matter. Egos or not, we're, we're one of the worst three teams in the league. Well, That's if, not if, because of the coach. That's because – and I'm not disagreeing yeah, with you. I'm yeah. just saying that you got to give them. You didn't even give them a season to do yeah, anything. You with. didn't. But I mean, but you can't call. And I, I respect John Beeline. And I, and I, when he says he didn't say it in that manner, I agree with him because of what he's done at Michigan you and his so reputation biased. and his reputation <laughs> of what he's done everywhere he's been. He's been a winning coach. Everywhere yes. he's been. So, but you can't call your players thugs, bro. Well, I'm not. I, you can't do I it. Agree. You can't call them thugs and think you're going to get them back. You can't call them thugs and think you're going to regain the trust in that locker room. It was only a matter of when. Ain't no different than Nick Saban going to Miami to coach in the, in the, in the NFL and realized, whoa, this ain't for me. <laughs> Yeah, but I will say this. Hey, bro, you passed up your spot. You can't come back to Michigan. No, because got Cause we got one. ain't going nowhere. Take care of business, baby. <laughs> Go oh. blue. Oh, that was so cute. That's the one way to end the show. That's right. He is the one. <laughs> I am. I am the ass. He is. This is Black and White Sports live Wednesday nights from Royal Blue Sports Bar, 8201 East Washington Street. And the great Tiffany. And the wonderful Tiffany. And we got to thank our guests. Of course, Howdy, our brother from Checkers and Records, was here. Howdy. And our brothers, our new brothers, our new family from Dynasty Bros FF Podcast. See, I said it right. They got names like Daylight Soul. I said it right, though. Do you know they got names like Daylight Soul? You know, you got Plug 1 and Plug 2. You and got Gary. Dynasty Bro 1 and but Dynasty you got Bro Gurry 2. in the house. And then Gurr. <laughs> See, at least I give you more props than and then Gurr. Gurr. <laughs> I at least added you in it. Hey, once again, we appreciate you guys joining us for this fabulous hour and a half of ridiculous sports talk. We love having you. We appreciate you. Yes. Like, share, subscribe. BWSports1.com. We are here for you. Yes. Kind of. As always, Damon, what do we do? We keep it sporty, Indy. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Hitting the button. Pew, 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 pew.